flood your zone real estate agent edition talking about marketing real estate strategy and life i'm krista kelly my fellow real estate agents don't sell on social media it seems like if you go through most real estate agents social media feeds all they're doing is repeating over and over and over again, I am a realtor. I can help you buy, sell, or rent real estate. And it's not doing them any good. So I'm gonna talk today about how important it is to offer value and to be interesting. Don't try to sell all the time. Don't overshare you. For social media, the general rule of thumb is three to one or four to one. I'm going to argue four to one or five to one for real estate agents, especially. So what do I mean by that? Four informational, valuable posts, non-you, not you, not you selling yourself, not you talking about you and what you want and what you can do. Four informational, valuable posts that are not about you to every one promotional post, which might remind people that you are also a real estate agent and can help them. Do you see where there's a distinction there? So many realtors make the mistake of constantly selling. They promote themselves and their services all day long, all the time, over and over and over. And they're established at that point in a lot of people's minds as a salesy salesperson that they just don't really like or want to deal with. They perpetuate that stereotypical salesy salesman realtor that no one really likes. Sometimes, if that realtor's lucky, that person might need their services and use them, but more out of necessity than because they want to. These salesy salesmen don't provide valuable or interesting information. So what happens? The time and effort they put into marketing generally gets ignored. And then they end up having to spend money buying real estate leads. Our lives are filled with commercials, telemarketers, and advertisements all day long, every day. Everywhere we look, everywhere we hear, it's constant. People actively avoid you if they think you're trying to sell something to them. Yes, even when someone may be in the market to buy a new house, the chances of them hiring a real estate agent that's an aggressive salesperson is slim to none. Unless he has his own cable TV show or he was referred by somebody the buyer trusts. Why? It's cultural conditioning. More than 10 years ago, before social media completely took over our lives and culture, people often hired a realtor blindly. They saw an ad on a bus bench and called the number, or their friend got a postcard in the mail and shared it. Maybe they saw a listing in the area and called that real estate agent to help them even though that listing wasn't a good fit. There wasn't nearly as much comparison shopping for the right agent back then. Most business was earned from referrals, getting to know your neighbors, and old-fashioned direct mail. 
but increasingly our culture has become conditioned to a much more personal look at everyone. Which means most people have an expectation that the real estate agent they're considering hiring is easily found on social media, so they can check them out. Or if they are starting from scratch and looking for a real estate agent, they'll most likely start looking online and on social media feeds. They will scroll through your timelines and your feeds. And if every one of your posts is, I'm a realtor, I can help you buy, sell, or rent real estate, they're going to move on. And by the way, most real estate agents post only that. Every one of their posts is a different iteration of the exact same message. I'm a realtor, I want to help you. No matter how great and personable and caring and professional that agent might be, they come across as, well, no one knows because all they keep saying is, I'm a realtor and I want to help you. Now, let me take a step back and say, it's great that these agents are at least posting to social media. Most real estate agents rarely use social media at all. I did a podcast recently on the two types of real estate agents and talked about salespeople versus marketers. In that, I talked about why it's crucial to your success that you embrace and get good at both marketing and sales equally if you want to succeed. Most real estate agents align more with the salesperson and that skill set and have an almost complete lack of understanding of what marketing really is and how it can vastly improve their business. Think about it this way. Have you ever needed the services of a realtor? If so, how did you find them? Was it from a referral? Most likely that's what it was. What about if you didn't know anyone and had to find a real estate agent completely from scratch? Where would you feel most comfortable finding that best agent for you? You might ask around for some names But then you'd most likely go and look for them on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, right? You want to get an idea if you'd even like them. You'd want to see if they look like they have experience and that they work in your area. So flip that. As a real estate agent, doesn't it make complete sense to post about local stuff on your social media accounts? Like if you live in the town of Whispering Willow, Shouldn't you be posting beautiful photos of cornfields at sunset or that beautiful old 200-year-old tree with the interesting history surrounding it? Wouldn't you want to post about local community events, town hall meeting reminders, market trends on the local homes and farms and businesses? The best thing about real estate marketing, nearly everything you can think of can be tied back to real estate and then tied back to your real estate business. If you're an agent and you also rescued a dog from the local animal shelter, you need to be sharing that on your real estate social media accounts. (laughs) Why? Because it makes you interesting. Plus it shows you know your local town, you love your local town, and you love dogs. You should be using your real estate social media accounts to show not only that you know real estate, but that you know and love your local town and your farm area. 
So back to that four to one number I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. Let's take Instagram for example. We know Instagram is all about the visuals. People scroll through and stop at beautiful or funny or interesting posts. That's really about it. Real estate agents that decide to have an active Instagram account need to be posting consistently and often on a four to one ratio, at least. Interesting, funny, valuable, beautiful. Then, oh yeah, I'm also a realtor and I can help you every once in a while. Four to one ratio or five to one ratio, minimally. Plus, in your profile, you're gonna say that you're a real estate agent and have your website or your phone number. You don't wanna keep saying over and over and over again, I'm a realtor, I'm a realtor, I'm a realtor, I'm a realtor. You're not gonna be liked, no one's going to care. People are on there because they want to see interesting, informative, funny, or beautiful stuff. That stuff that you're posting should be about your town, your farm area, your geographic zone that you connect with other people too, people that are also in that same area. Show that you love the area, that you know the area, and that you can help them in that area. So give value, be interesting or funny. Talk about local statistics and real estate market trends and happenings. Then every so often you can remind people that you're also a real estate agent and you can help them. Real estate is personal. If you're in a big city like New York City or LA, for example, buyers and sellers often seek out celebrity instead of good experienced real estate agents. That's a tougher and much more competitive market than almost every other place on planet Earth. The challenge there is that agents have to find a way of standing out and dominating a farm area and remaining consistent and unrelenting. In bigger cities like that, or like Atlanta, Miami, Las Vegas, you'll see the wives of mayors and city councilmen are all realtors and brokers. Why? Because it's about who you know. (laughs) So agents that don't have those same connections have to be craftier and find ways to stand out and become recognizable and likable in their own right. But even in those big cities, there is always room for new agents and experienced agents to grow. Why? Because at the grassroots level, real estate is about a shared geographic area. You can help your neighbors best because you know that neighborhood best. You know the traffic patterns and parks and which communities allow dogs, where the best yoga classes and gyms are located. And guess what? You shouldn't be marketing to an entire city or town anyway. It's too big. You shouldn't even be marketing to half a city or town. You should be picking a geographic zone to focus your marketing on that's really just about 250 properties. That's it. You should be dominating that area with you, with valuable information on that area, with beautiful photographs of historic spots and gorgeous sunsets 
and pretty parks and dogs at the park. You should be sharing what you love about that area, what you know about that area, and great valuable information about that area. What happens when you broaden your marketing message from just, I can help you buy, sell, and rent real estate? You become more likable. You become more credible. The first two elements that are essential to winning new customers. You aren't likable and credible with just that tired old, I'm a realtor message. You'll be wasting time and energy. Provide value. Give much more than you ask for in return. So have I convinced you to broaden your marketing messages and use social media more effectively? I hope so. I've got upcoming podcasts on more specific ways of using social media more effectively, scheduling social media, crafting social media content. So let me give you one more thought for today on this. Every Sunday night or Monday morning, I would suggest this. Take out your calendar and block out anywhere from two to six hours, either in one block or two, just for marketing. Remember, most real estate agents align more with sales and they neglect the marketing. So step up your marketing. Let's say Monday, two hours, and Thursday, three hours. Maybe one of those two hours on Monday, you sit at your home office desk and create 30 pieces of social media content. You create some marketing trend infographics, some upcoming local event reminder posts, and craft an email for your email list. Then you take that second hour to go out to one of your local parks and just take a ton of really pretty photos. Take at least 30 of the trees, of a squirrel eating a piece of popcorn, of the cute water fountain with the doggy water fountain next to it. Take photos of a park bench and the green grass and the playground. Create a folder on your computer with all the posts and photos you're going to share on social media for the following week. Write out your hashtags and keywords so you can make sure people find you. Plan ahead and post a lot. At least four pieces of great content valuable to others before you think of promoting yourself. The more you post those beautiful hometown photos and local event reminders and information, the more you'll start seeing people connecting to you. And that should be your goal, connecting with people. Don't be that salesy real estate salesperson. Be the neighbor that loves their hometown and area that happens to be a great real estate agent and loves helping their neighbors whenever they do need them. Remember this old but very relevant marketing principle. People like to buy, but they don't like to be sold to. I've got some more helpful specifics on marketing, content creation, and creating marketing plans coming up in some upcoming podcasts. So please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss anything. And depending on the platform you're on, please hit that thumbs up or like button or the five-star review. It really helps me more than you know. So I can keep creating more content to share. This is Flood Your Zone Real Estate Daily Podcast, and I'm Krista Kelly. Thank you for listening.